0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scott Schilling Speaks. I'm your host, Scott Schilling. Going to have fun here today because uh, my good friend, Tim Gillette, is here. He is a podcaster, a blogger, a vlogger. A uh, He's got more stuff that he does. And if you try to find it on his website, he doesn't tell you any of that. You know, you got to get to him personally. So, Tim, welcome to Scott Schilling Speaks.
1: Hey, Scott Schilling, man. I, I know you. Like, 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 didn't we meet in a Starbucks
0: somewhere? We did meet in a Starbucks. Isn't that amazing?
1: Judy Hoberman yeah. introduced you and I, gosh, that's gotta be what? 10 years ago now, man, a decade's passed.
0: And, and the, you know, the good news is yeah. they still have not changed those chairs at the Starbucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you still live down there though. Don't, don't you?
0: Exactly. You yeah, know, I
1: don't, i I, I moved up to, you know, to the North side of town close to Plano now. So I hardly ever go to that Starbucks anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah I don't either. Uh, yeah. you know, it's, gosh, has our world changed a little bit, uh, You know, in the last year and a half, I mean, just just a little (laughs) to do this, right? Yeah, (laughs) Just a little. So what are you up to, Tim? Tell everybody,
1: you know, I, during the pandemic, I start, I just started doing interviews. And, uh, when you're stuck on something, just do something right. Uh, you know, I've been hosting live events since 2012 and uh, never did virtual events, by the way, I never did virtual events, never did webinars, never did anything. I did live events and the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh, crap. Well, I've got a couple grand out in hotel reservations that I can't do anything with because we can't meet a hotel. What do I do? And immediately, I can sit back and cry and go, oh, my God, my business is coming to an end, or I can just do something and work with it. I chose in um, March of 2020 to do this bizarre thing and relaunch my, my podcast and show that kind of been sitting on hiatus for about a year. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do 100 interviews in 30 days. I didn't make my, I didn't reach my goal, but I made a quite a splash in the industry. I mean, I got more people connected to their audiences virtually. I was doing virtual events myself at that point. But all I did was go, you know what? I'm going to interview 100 people in 30 days. I, I want to know your story, come tell me. And all of a sudden, out of the woodwork, I got everybody who wants to be interviewed. And I, I, think, I think we've done almost 200 since then. So yeah.
0: Well, and and that's part of the um, what I'm what I've done too as well. What a what a great pivot that's available to us with technology and everything today. You know, we're um, I, I think you are episode thirty-five in the last who knows a little bit. Uh, you know, same thing. Uh, let people tell their stories, and it's amazing what comes out during those stories, isn't it?
1: It is. Uh, you know, I never would have, Scott, you know, you know my history. You know, you know, I've gone way back to before I even really got known um, and know my story with Zig. All right. You, you know, just you and I, because we know the Ziegler organization very well. But I never thought about telling everybody, well, you know, the reason I was speaker is because Zig Ziegler sat down in a chair and basically did psh, 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 psh with this and say, dude, you're a speaker and a coach. Uh, he didn't do didn't slap, Literally slap me, but it was verbally going, dude, you're a coach, you're a speaker. Get up and go do it and never thought about that. And I never thought about telling that in the story. I was like, that was like just how I finally figured it out, you know? And when I started telling that story, it was like, Zig told you to be a speaker. Zig told you to keep your hair long. Why, why, why? All of a sudden now they're listening. And that's part of my story. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, to the world, it's like this much of my life, but it's this much of my life that if I would have skipped, yeah, I'd be washing cars at the at, at the Chevy dealer right now.
0: Yeah, I mine very much, uh, very similar in that uh, I did my my first paid for speaking event in 2003 uh, in um, in Toronto. I had Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen in the room. They both walked up and said, "If you're not doing this full time, you are wasting the ca- the capabilities God's granted you." And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. well, damn, <laughs> yeah. you know, you probably should act on something like that, right? Yep, and the rest, and the rest is history. And of course we've had to pivot now again. Mm-hmm. Um, we just do it differently. Right.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I can't count. I bet you I've done at least 200 speeches during the pandemic all virtually, you know, uh, it's neat now. I don't have to iron my, my pants anymore. I don't have to put shoes on, uh, you know, on occasion I can do it in my pajamas if I want. Uh, most people have no clue how I'm doing my speech even today.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it, it was funny back uh, in April, I, I actually did my first, uh, live event in front of people again. And I thought about it on the drive up there. Uh, Unfortunately, I wasn't prepped for it. I thought about it too late, but I would have loved to walk up on stage with a, with a shirt, a sport coat in a pair of thongs and, and boxers and just said, what, this isn't a zoom meeting. Yeah. Oh, oops. This isn't zoom. (laughs) Oops. You know, but anyway, I
1: may do that Scott for one of my speaking ages. I still may do that now.
0: I know it's just, it's so, it's so crazy out there now. It's, it's just, it's not the same. So, I mean, obviously we've had to pivot where we're doing many more podcasts or many more interviews in this format. Is it as uh, profitable for you or is it moving towards a better business opportunity today? I mean, that we probably wouldn't have taken had there not been a pandemic.
1: Well, I personally feel it is made, it's making a major change. And anytime something bad happens in the world, I don't care if it's the pandemic. I don't care if it's a, you know what I mean? In 2009, we had like, you know, an economy drop and, and fall out. I don't care. When something bad happens, there's two things that happens in the world every time. Number one, the rich get richer. Mm-hmm. Number two, the poor get poorer. And the rich being richer. I'm not talking about money. Put on my mind. Yeah. All right. The people who are, get stuck in the middle of the pandemic and go, okay, I got to do something. I've got to get up and figure a way out of this. Those are the people who become richer. Those people who just sit back and go, well, you know what, Uh, Scott, I'll take whatever crumbs you give me. You know what? They're never going to do anything no matter what. I don't care about them. Don't worry about them. Move on. But those people who learn the the tough times, I can't tell you how many businesses I've built in tough times. And you know what I mean? They were the stronger businesses. Why? Because I had to think harder, not because uh, there was money opportunity. No, I had to think harder. And that's what happens when the pandemic comes along. We We had to think harder. We had to think differently. We had to come up and act. And that's the next, sex thing you got to do is you got to act. You think on it, you act on it. Those people who don't do those two things, they'll be standing out there at the corner, uh, you know, like well, you know the guy down here at the corner with a sign.
0: You know, yeah, yeah. when he gets well, out of his
1: Cadillac to put the sign up, on- <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not say that on
0: Yeah, no. The, um, I mean, that was really in 2003, in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. The uh, SARS epidemic was in Toronto. That's how I got the opportunity to get on the stages along with Jack Phil, Mark Victor Hanson, where they got to hear me, which then changed. So it was taking action in the middle of a traumatic event or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, It gave me the opportunity to to make that move. And I totally agree with you. I mean, you've got an opportunity today with technology, with a lot of different things. The world of business will never go back to doing it the way it used to. That part's over. Yeah. so you you better be taking some actions in a different direction and i know you coach that a lot yeah. so what are you telling what are you telling clients to do these days
1: well i've always always been about the clients about what you want to do now more than ever it is easier to sell so easier to to help people do this i have a client uh, has great message great material great content great everything she just doesn't have an implement in a way to make it act she came to me and she goes, you know, uh, I just can't seem to get this to act right. I can't seem to do this because I can't, I, I was using infusion soft for years and I switched over to cartridge. and I'm just not getting it. And I'm like, let's go back to the old fashioned app. All right. One of the old, most old fashioned apps in the world. This thing right here and this thing right here. Yeah. Let's take them. Let's write down how you want your business to work. This is what I do with every one of my clients. How do you want it to work? Let's write it down. Let's draw it out on a piece of paper. And then we go find the tools to make it work that way. This idea of, well, you know, Scott Schilling says, I need to get ClickFunnels. Why? What if your business doesn't work with ClickFunnels? Right. You know what I mean? You know, uh, Jack Canfield says, man, I need to write a book. Great. What if a book doesn't work for you? Right. Craig Dustwalt, my coach, you need to have live events. Great. What if live events freak the ever living daylights out of you?
0: Yeah, exactly true.
1: You know, that's it. I'm always about about making your business your business. There are so many tools out there and the pandemic has proven it. There's more tools out there than anything online and offline that you can use to build a business today. And I'm huge on that. It's why we trademarked our whole idea, simple, easy marketing, all right? You can do anything and set it up any way if you first break it down in enough steps, all right? And take it one step at a time.
0: Yeah. It's really not that hard today. um, It's interesting because somebody said, why are you doing five podcasts a week or what five shows a week? And I said, well, number one, because I can Mm -hmm. number two, it's actually fun. I like doing it. And number three, man, I'm finding out a lot of stuff, you know, just from the conversations and, and not everybody's doing it. Right. And so how do we find out what business opportunities exist? Uh, ask, yeah. you know, saying, hey, what challenges do you have? Uh, last week, I had somebody that on uh, Tuesday uh, shared a challenge. And the guest on Thursday said, I said, so tell me about your business. Well, we solved this challenge. And it was the exact one from Tuesday. Yeah. You know, it was like, look, look, I wonder if I can call both these guys. What do you think? You know,
1: maybe I should put these two people in a room. Hey, I could do that with a thing called Zoom. Oh wow,
0: what an idea. Exactly. And and so we set the calls up and all of a sudden there's business going and it was you know the sales cycle was all of 2 days. Mm-hmm. You know to well not it's not true because it's still going and, and still being put together. But it's amazing that um I don't think we're for lack of ideas no. in this country. No. We're we're for lack of implementation. Is that isn't that more accurate? I
1: would totally that I would 100% agree with that. Yep.
0: It's, it's just people saying, I, I don't know what to do or not bothering to learn what to do.
1: I'll give you, can I tell your audience that the biggest secret I'm figuring out what to do? Sure. Go screw something up. <laughs> just like try it and screw it up and then try to fix it. I'm yeah. going to tell you the quarterback, all right, who can run his ball back from a hundred yards back the other side and win is the quarterback who screwed up and doesn't want to go to the sideline and tell the coach I screwed up. Right. He will fix that problem in a hurry.
0: <laughs> Isn't it amazing? You know, I mean, it sounds like a, a little bit of a old philosophy of fail forward fast, Yeah. you yeah. know, and, and I think that's the exact same thing. It's funny because I've talked to quite a few people now with the uh, be connected broadcast system and, and everything that we have available here. And I said, you know, my shows used to be minimum $500 a studio show, right? right. Yeah. Actually more than that, by the time you're done. To somebody saying, "Hey, we'll come to my studio, and it's five hundred a month." To how about five hundred a lifetime? You know, which 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 one is better? Right, the 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 efficiencies that are available to you and the things that are there today. And so somebody said, "But but I'm not I'm not good at it, or I'm not natural." How do you become good at something? What do you do? What do you have to do?
1: You have to go out and do
0: things. Not novel action. concept, right? Yeah, I knew the, I knew you knew that answer. By yeah. the way, I, I, was I wasn't. Up. <laughs> well but even what are the ch- what if you do it right yeah. or what if you do it so, so somebody says hey you know that was really good man well, you, gave me, you gave me some insight i didn't think of
1: yeah but you know in that in that thought process i i really am worried for a generation of kids who are coming up who have never failed i personally believe you should go fail first get it out of the way it, eventually it's coming so you might as well get it out of the way first it's those people who try on the first try become successful. Uh, and I have a friend who has a, has a barbershop who literally is just tanking and having a hard time right now. And I was talking to him just last week and going, man, you know what I mean? You came from a job where you were always successful and you dropped into a field. And this is your first failure. Before you give up, let's find a way to fix this, right? right? And most people, they, they never had a failure. Go fail at something small. I would rather fail at a paper route than fail at a million dollar business.
0: Yep. Well, it, it man, what a what a piece of common sense there. I mean, but again, no, I I love it. It's really true. Nobody talks, or or very few people talk that way uh, anymore. You know, it's it's go out and put it together and see what happens. Well, what if nobody listens? I, I get asked all the time, how many people are listening live? I don't care.
1: I don't what even- do you mean
0: you don't care? I don't care if people are listening live. Awesome. If they're listening to the replays, awesome. If they hear it a year from now, awesome. If they never never hear it, evidently they weren't supposed to, you know, you, you can't get tied to, I mean, I, certainly be tied yeah. to some metrics, we, we have some friends. Some here of in these Dallas. things are like silly. Yeah.
1: We, 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 you know, you and I have some friends here in Dallas, the area, and I'm not going to name names, but we have friends. I'm just gonna put it that way. we have friends. Cause they are friends here in Dallas who literally Refuse to fix and correct things. They're always focused on the customers they lost instead of the customers they can get. That customer has walked away. They're done with you, all right? Yeah. Mental notes. Okay, don't do that again and move forward. If I've actually caught, Scott, if if I was your client for five years and you did one thing to screw up then I just said, okay, Scott, I'm not working with you anymore. And you spent every amount of your energy trying to get me back instead of keep focusing on getting new customers and make sure you don't make the mistake you made with me again with the new customers. Right. Two to three years from now, I'm going to see, well, maybe Scott's changed. Hey, Scott, we haven't talked in a while. Let's have have a cup of coffee. And now there's a chance that we can rekindle that relationship rather than you trying to improve yourself. You trying to fix yourself, Scott, all right. Not doing any of that and just coming. Come on, Tim, come back. Come on, Tim, come back. Come on, Tim, come back. You're never going to go anywhere. Stop focusing on what you did. Yeah. Write down the mistakes, put them in a notepad and go, dude, I ain't gonna do that again and keep moving forward. The mistakes you made will come back and forgive you. They may not be your top clients, but you may find bigger and better clients. And then when they come back, the two of you may end working, working together and putting together a great deal. For both of your clients, and you may be ten times more successful than you both were before you even met each other.
0: I, I think that's some great wisdom. You know, the the reality is, uh, do everything you can to treat people with the greatest respect and honor that you possibly can. Do you know, do great business. Uh, sometimes it's not meant to be, um, but keep on going out. I, that's why, again, I mean, I I love this medium. Being able to share messages because people are are listening to quick messages these days, and they're they're going, geez, maybe um, can I run something past you? Yeah, absolutely. Let's figure out how we can we can grow something in this day. I mean, the pandemic has caused for tremendous opportunity, along with a, a little bit of junk. True,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it has. So, uh, you know, when I when I look at it, it it, it, it really has caused some stuff, but it's caused opportunities to, 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 to my own. Um, You know, I sat Tuesday. What day is this? Thursday? I can't remember what day it is anymore. I'm so. I think it was Tuesday. I sat down with somebody who I met three, four years ago and they finally just, Hey, can I have an hour of your time? Sure. I went, sat down with them. I gave them all the ideas in the world, but then I like, okay, you want to take this to the next step. You're going to reach out, reach back to me. If not, you can go implement them all you want. Bye. I'm not chasing you to try to get you as a client, right? That being flipped is I have a lady who's been really connected with me. She's trying to do live stream, you know, events. Uh, she's overseas somewhere. I really don't know exactly where I want to say it's like Shanghai or something like that. Really great heart. I love her to that. She's got a great heart, but she doesn't have any money to invest in her business right now. So she keeps asking people like you and me, Scott, for advice. She doesn't write it down. And then it doesn't work. And three months later, she calls me up and goes, hey, what what was that you said to me about three months ago that would help me actually get more people at my events? I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it was funny. I did a training earlier today with a group. And um, and what's fun about this group is I let them pick the topic. Mm -hmm. And and then we share. And I said, uh, they said, what happens? You know, What do you do when you come through a traumatic experience? and and one of the things was what if somebody bans you from social media or whatever and i said you see this thing mm-hmm. it's a phone it is not a texting device mm-hmm. that has the ability to have audio with it it yeah. is a phone novel mm-hmm. concept you pick it up and you start having conversations with people what you know people think that that's so strange right so again that's what this this medium is so much fun because you can have that that extension of that conversation, if if some piece of genius flies out here in the next uh, 14 minutes, you know, who knows, maybe they'll, they'll come back uh, another day to yeah. well, learn I mean, more, or hear more. Yeah.
1: W- w- you know, there's always things that are going to happen. All right. For instance, right now, Scott, all right. I don't know what I did, but apparently um, I said happy birthday to somebody or they didn't like it or something on Facebook. I can't broadcast live on Facebook this week. I don't know why. I've got a virtual event coming up. What do I do? I have an audience already picked out. I already guess I communicate with them. Hey, this is what we have to do this month. I'm sorry, we've got to change, but things have happened. We have to make plans. And then I have people coming up. Well, you know, Tim, I don't have the right camera. I have right now, I, I'm staring at one of five cameras I have here, right? But the most important camera that we all have, almost everybody listening to this show, and I would be surprised if a few people watching this show don't have this camera. You ready for the camera I'm going to show you? Sure. Yep. A phone. And I want to tell people, I have actually been on meetings with the number one internet marketer in the world. He makes more money a month with his iPhone than he does with his 100 grand studio. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, well, what camera should I get? What microphone should I get? Well, you know what I mean? Should I have the right lighting? You know, I broadcast for the first couple of years with next to no lighting working off of what came out of the windows. I worked with a camera on my computer. I worked with a microphone that was the, remember that round snowball looking thing that they had? That was my microphone. Wow. It was what I could get when I can get it. And it worked. Now I have a big rig set up with the microphone. And uh, during the pandemic, I I probably added a a grand worth of lighting in here. You know what I mean? I actually added cameras and stuff. And I actually have a for the road camera and mic kit. Take up my laptop, grab an extra case, take it with me, and I have cameras to go. I have video cameras I can do video by themselves. I have a phone I can do it by myself. I didn't get that overnight. I got that because during the pandemic, number one, I actually did not travel that much, so I needed to spend money on stuff for tax deductions at the end of 2020. <laughs> so I invested heavily in my studio. Um, but other than that, I wouldn't. I put my money into where my body, my business makes money. I don't want my money into things that are toys and trinkets.
0: Well, the, the, um, again, there's no, there are people that might share things that are excuses, but there really is no excuse. No, Pretty much everybody, uh, has a phone dependent upon which brand or manufacturer is, is really irrelevant, but you have the ability to run your, um, your business, your podcast, your, uh, just tips, tips of the trade. You could you could run. There's so many distribution points for it. Uh, you don't have to manufacture anything else right now. You just need to take a little initiative and go do something. Yeah,
1: I, I have always said when it comes to content, which has my, been my biggest thing throughout the years. I started with blogging, and then I went to you know podcasting and radio show. Then I went to live streaming. And the biggest thing I learned about is everything and anything you can do online, record it and use it everywhere. You know camera I can record the video on the cam- on the phone. I, I, I It covers everything. Once I've recorded, I can put it on Facebook, I can put it on Twitter, I can put it on YouTube. I take the audio out and put it on iTunes. you know I can strip and, and, and have the words put on, make it a blog post. you know all those things that are out there. you, you just have to create content. I look at everything that comes out from the, that's in the business world and it's how I built my business. This is when I go back to going to make it yours and make it work. There are tools and there are toys and trinkets that are coming out online that are great for people to get out and build relationships. I'm not going to tear them down. Me personally, I am able to go into everything that comes out and goes, well, how can I do that to my advantage? How can I record the content and use it on my blog, on my Facebook, on my Twitter, on my YouTube, on my, you know what I mean? On my this, on my that. How can I make this content work for me to bring business back into me? That became my de- defining point. When you go out and build your business, you're able to look at every tool that comes down the line and go, okay, that one will work. Okay. That one won't. And it's okay. That's why you sit down again, when we go back to the original app that was actually created by a man many, many years ago called the pad of paper and write out the outline.
0: What are you going to do? love well, the idea of writing the outline down, uh, because again, the, the ability to produce to it uh, is so relatively easy this in this day and age uh, we have so much opportunity and in so many places distribute you don't have to uh, you know pay a gazillion dollars it, it takes me back to my speaking mentor uh, way back when I said John you're so good at what you do and he said do you want to do what? you want to do what I do do what I do mm-hmm. and you go that's kind of genius isn't it yeah, you want to yeah. do what I do do what I do I mean, just follow the model. The model is already there. You know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, put it on its side, the way it's supposed to put it on the flat part and roll it. And it works. Don't lay it down and try to get the wheel to do something. It's not designed to do, you know, so much opportunity.
1: Yeah. And, and, and live streaming and, and shows like this, platforms like this have come out that have been a huge advantage to those people who are truly and honestly out there to help people. They're not the manufactured people. Um, I know I'm friends with several celebrities and actors and stuff like that. And most of them, you go to the set where they're doing a movie, they're reading off of a set of cue cards and like, you know, they have to become good at seeing what the set says and, and saying it. You and I had, you, you didn't sit in outline with me to say, Tim, this is what we're going to talk about today. You didn't. No. I can get on any show live stream and talk about what I do, how I help people, what I believe in, right. what matters to me. And I don't have to have a script to tell me to do it. And that is so often people, when it comes to the speaking world, you're talking about, you know what I mean? (laughs) Speak. Number one, get out and start speaking about things. Zig told me until you find out what you're supposed to be speaking about, speak on anything. You know what I mean? So they want somebody to talk about how the ducks waddle around the lake. Great. Go on Google research, how to do it. Go put a 10 point slide deck onto it and go talk about it until you figure that out. You won't, you know I mean? You're never going to get comfortable being in front of an audience of people. I have no problem. I mean, I think this is the third one this week that was impromptu. Oh, by the way, hey, can you jump on a show with me this week? Sure. Third one yeah, this on? week. And I have no notes on what I, my notepad is it's in here and it's blank. It's my notepad and what I'm talking about is blank.
0: That's exactly it. Well, again, that's the the design of this show. While it while it is Scott Schilling speaks, it's, it is really not about me whatsoever. It's about my guests and what they do and lifting them up and giving them an opportunity, because um, so many people don't have that opportunity and it's really a shame. You know, there's so many people that are that have such great hearts that have desires to do so much good work. You know, give them a little hand out, a hand up, as opposed to a hand out, wow. right? Yeah you know, give them give them the platform. Uh, one of uh, the shows that I did early was with a friend of mine who lives in East Texas. She homeschools her 10-year-old daughter. She makes money in her direct sales business, um, but had never had opportunities necessarily to be on. And now all of a sudden she's got a video and she's got a podcast and she can take that and use that to utilize for her business. What a great feeling, you know, to be able to do something like that. Not that hard. Just- mm-hmm have a desire to lift people up in what they're doing, you know? So um, with the few minutes we have left here, what's some great wisdom for people to, you know, take this opportunity in, in where we are through the, whether we're in a pandemic coming out of a pandemic, going back into the next one, wherever the heck we are right now, how do you take and, and grow your business at a time like now?
1: Guys, you, you've got to make things simple for what you're doing. Number one, I mean, the number one example that I've taken for, for how to make my business simple and take away the the things that I don't need to think about. You ever notice like, you know, they they talk about the rich people, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, um, you know, Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, they wore the same outfit every day. Why? Because they did not want to worry about what am I going to wear today? Right. Not because not because you need to go wear the same outfit every day. All right, you know what I mean. But I'm saying that because I took away the Worries. I did something weird during the pandemic. I got the Tim Gillette Media Operations Manual. <laughs> all right. This tells Tim Gillette what to do in his job every day. You know who Tim Gillette is, right? He's not like Bob Dolan, talk about himself all the time. But no, seriously, I I I wrote it down. Yeah. Okay. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. I have to do That's exactly what I do. All right. I got it done. Once that is done, my day's wide open. Now I can go jump on extra calls if Scott says, hey, Tim, I need you to talk to my people tonight. Great. No problem. You know what I mean? I've got the schedule down. Got it down. I simplified the things that I didn't want to worry about anymore. That's awesome. I I started looking for more opportunities. Look for more opportunities. I don't, I'm not somebody who hard noses go out and hammers everybody. Hey man, I want to be on your stage. Hey man, I want to do this. No, I create opportunities for you. What I did during the pandemic, rather than go out and search for speaking gigs, I created speaking gigs for other speakers. Right. And then I ask every speaker who comes to speak on my stage, Hey, do you have, you have an event that I can speak at? So instead of going out and begging everybody, Hey Scott, I hear you have an event. Can you, can you have me as a speaker? No, I reached out to Scott and said, hey, Scott, I have an event that I look for speakers for all the time. Would you be interested in being on the list uh, as a speaker? Well, no. what does that mean? That means you give me your name, your email address, your phone number, and then when I have the opportunities open up for September, which they will here on Sunday, I reach out and send an email. Hey, Scott, you're one of our exclusive speakers. You're, you, you've you passed the test. We approve you and everything. Here's the link to go put your information in to be a September speaker. Awesome. To the world that's out there, I I stopped looking for, hey, how do I get speaking gigs? Instead, I started going out offering speaking gigs. Instead of going, hey, can I be on your podcast? I tell everybody, hey, I'm looking for 150 guests a year. I interview three people a week, all right, about 50 weeks out of the year. So it's about 150 people that I interview every year. So I'm looking for people to be on my show all the time. Rather than go out and and say, "Hey, can I be on your podcast?" No, I invite you to come be on my podcast, and then I ask the question, "Hey, do you have a podcast? Are you looking for guests?" So I offer to you first what you want in hopes that I will get what I want. I know we somebody somebody said something like that See, to gave us a, that wisdom. You remember? It might
0: be Mister Ziegler when he said, "You can have everything in life you want when you help enough other people get what they want."
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and that's it. I just started creating opportunities for you rather than seeking opportunities for me.
0: Novel concept. Yeah. Way to go. So, how does everybody get a hold of you?
1: It's easy. My name is Tim Gillette, T I M G I L L E T T E, just like the razorblade.com. All right. And if you go to timgillette.com, all right, I, I, you can sign up for my newsletter. You can see all the things I do to speak. All right. But if you want a really unique training, all right, I mean, this is a unique training then I'm going to give you free charge. You don't have to opt in. You can just go watch it. You want that gift? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I used to look like Tom Petty. You did. I you did. I had the long hair. All right. Everybody kept saying, I, you know, I mean, Hey, Tom Petty. And I wasn't, I just, so I created a website called nottompetty.com And I just, I put a free training up there. You can go watch that free training. You don't have to opt in or anything. All you have to do is just go watch it. All right, go check it out and uh, it'll give you some good advice on some ideas to
0: make yourself stand out online. Awesome. Tim, thank you for being here today. Greatly appreciate it, my friend. Uh, Thank you all for joining us here at Scott Schilling Speaks. Have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Exact time. Exact same time. God bless.